everybody. Welcome back to the weekly DLC. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Karosh. I'm here joined by Daniel and Daniel. And what we do, if you're not familiar with our work, is we come every week. Uh, we release on Mondays on iTunes and on various other podcast services. And we sit around, we have a conversation, we share some topics, we each pick one, and we have a, just a fun time. So, hope you enjoy the ride. Um, and who's, who, yeah. <laughs> I'm having a good time. Um, who wants to start first? Hey, first of all, how you guys been? Good. Yeah? I've been alive. Zelda. Yeah. <laughs> Too much rage. Can I, can I guess what you've been doing most of your time since last podcast? <laughs> Fighting one... One specific I'm trying to fight, fight this mini boss, which is supposedly harder than the Nick last name. boss. Really? Lionel uh, Richie. Richie. I call him Lionel Richie. His name is Lionel. He's like, hello? <laughs> is it me you're looking for? <laughs> it has been recently. <laughs> oh, what about you, Mark? Uh, so I actually beat Breath of the Wild. Mike dropped. Mike dropped. <laughs> um, and then I've been playing Horizon. Oh, yeah? I've been playing Horizon. What, before? We get into that. <laughs> the first Instagram picture you took after you beat Breath of the Wild, do you remember what you took? I don't remember what I took. Was my cat? His cat pictures. It was a picture of the sun. So I was assuming, oh, that's like, right. Praise the sun. sun. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> Getting Finally out. out of the house. <laughs> Finally out of the house. Uh, that, was, that was me, actually, because I've been playing, like, I was adamant about finishing Horizon. So last time I think we talked, I was gonna, I was like, oh, I'm gonna be taking care of my, my girlfriend. Dad's dog. Uh, I got the weekend away from PS4. I play Zelda like four times. I could like I got to the point where I was like getting ready to pack all my things to stay the weekend over yeah. there. I was like, you know what? I think I could pull off bringing my PS4. <laughs> so I ended up bringing my PS4, and I was like, I gotta finish this game, and because I'm not gonna be able to like go to Zelda the way we talked about right. it and mm-hmm. the way we continue to talk about it, and not like feel I feel like I'd lose my momentum <laughs> and excitement for Horizon. So. Finished Horizon finally. I saw the sun. So I probably, I saw the sun too. <laughs> and now I'm getting myself prepped for a lot of Zelda. But when you, you say finished Horizon, you I platinum that son of a bitch. I finished it the day Props. before. Props. I finished it. Thank you guys. It wasn't that bad of a platinum. Yeah, but so for me at least, I've, dude, I'm a gamer. I've played games my whole life. Right. The only game I've ever, well, I mean, trophies are newer to, to PlayStation Three and PlayStation. Yeah, they implemented. The only game I've ever platinum before I'm going to platinum this one is The Witness. That's the only other game I've ever platinum. Oh, I remember you put a lot of time in that I one. A lot of time in that. I, this one I think is much more manageable. But like, The Witness was fun. I, I love puzzles. Oh yeah, to a degree. To a degree. Yeah, not as much probably as Zelda, but yeah, Zelda has more. And yeah. then, but there's no achievements there, so I don't even right. know. Yeah, <laughs> not yet. I still have hope that they'll have some system. We can have that maybe as a topic. Like, they what might is not do the it potential? for the Wii U though, because they're you know they're kind of getting rid of the Wii U. The Wii U stopped production. Exactly. I, so this is an interesting thing. Just to touch on before we kind of get into the, the thick of the show, I was looking at so t- touching on Horizon, uh, we kind of mentioned. Um, I we saw today. I think the news broke that like the sales of the game over the, the its first two weeks were like mm-hmm. two point six million. Then I was like, okay, I remember we've talked about. The amount of hardware Nintendo's pushed, and like, I, in my back in my head, I've been thinking, I think the main cause for Zelda's success or lack thereof, for any reason, would only be attributed to how much hardware is available to play it on. Because I think anyone that has it is definitely going to play it. Right. And so when I read into it, I was like, okay, 
first I was checking on Horizon, I'm like, how many people to on record per the last statistic own um, a, PS4. a PS4 console? <clears throat> and it's in the, like the top 10 now, like of mm-hmm. all time. Yeah. 3DS is, is a little bit away, but it's at like 54 mil hmm. totals like consoles out there. So 2.6 mil in the two first two weeks. 50%. I was like, that is a small piece of that pie. But if it's the first two weeks, it's probably going to keep growing. It's going to be one of those like Uncharted where they're going to bundle this in the right. future show. Then I was like, okay, let me see how many Wii U's are out there. Wii U total sales, 16 and a half mil wow. total in its entire lifetime. And the PS4, you said 44. 54. 54, okay. Yeah. So 3S yeah, yeah. clearly beat it. And then, yeah, PS4, yeah. they're not in the same league. But anyway, I'm just trying to get a picture of like what could Zelda be put on. 16.4 or 5 mil per the statistic I read. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was taken in January. Switch is sold. Uh, as of the last day, now I know like these uh, publishers and stuff. They're always like, we don't want to give numbers unless we're really proud of something. So, available switches that have been all sold out, one point five mil. Wow, that's and that's a month now. I yeah, think yeah. close to make close to a month. That's, that's good. More than I thought. They 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 I think they beat we in terms of opening sales. Jeez. Now we don't know what it'll be long term yet, right. but I hope if they if they can keep this momentum, it'll be good. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So of that 1.4 mil, 1.5 mil, 1.4 million copies of Zelda were sold, Whoa. Um, and I think that was just on the Switch. Yeah, it was just on the Switch. There wasn't numbers for Wii U. So it was pretty much like every Zin- single person that bought. So point one is messing up in life. Yeah, pretty much. It's, I mean, it's, it's nearly a one-to-one ratio. <laughs> like if you yeah. bought a Switch, so th- you bought. Zelda. I thought that was a good indicator, but I thought again. If there were more, it, when there, when there, I shouldn't say if, when there are more switches out there, I think Zelda's sales will then. So if, if you were to say hypothetically, if there was as many switches as there were PlayStations, so if there was fifty-four million switches out there, you think the I think switch like, would have beaten? Like let's say not even beaten. I would just say like it would have a lot, like a quicker like for for a lot of people, Horizon had the whole it's a new IP, so right. not familiar. Zelda has this history. I definitely think their opening weekend, just as a comparison sake between the two, I think they would have like a healthy chunk in that first two weeks. Yeah. Like upwards of like 10 to 20%. I'm not a, a statistics person. I was just kind of curious. Completely anyway, yeah. that was a side note. Kind of cool. I was just a little trivia for you guys. Um, let's jump into it. Yeah. What, so what, uh, I'll go first since okay. we are talking about games. Um, yeah. So my thing is like, you know, as a kid, I've played games like i didn't have an issue with time you know school homework games that's all i needed to do like i had nothing else mattered to me you know um so i played i played games my whole life as an adult i play a lot less games i've recently been playing more games just because games i want to play have come out there's just been like a slew yeah yeah, exactly so honestly it has been probably the last two months that i've been playing the most okay um, but it's a regular last two years yeah. Um, yeah, well, the way it works is I go home from work and just start playing <laughs> until I go to sleep and then back to work again. Rinse, see, see, the freedom there that you trade off is you now have a lot more flexibility, whereas before it's like you got your parents are telling you. like. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, But, I mean, it's, I still think I had more time as a kid, though. Like, um, even though school was less, you know, school was up until, what, 2 o'clock, 2.30? Maybe 3 at the latest. Three I think the latest. For, for me it was 3, but I think I started later. Um, I mean, I never had an issue with homework because I'd finish it in less than, like, 30 minutes. Might even finish it at school. Like, I never had to worry about that. Um, so, you know, from, let's say from 4 o'clock 
okay. onward. I just played all night, you know? Oh, okay. I didn't really have a curfew, so I could play till like 11, probably. Yeah. And then just go to sleep in school the next day again. So you're talking, you're, you're, your topic is about comparing? Uh, comparing time, um, my life as a kid to playing games. Or okay. I guess, you know, in general, like people's lives as a kid playing games to how much you have to play as, a, as an adult. Like, games are no longer a priority. Before, it used to be like, whatever I can do, I'll play games, you know? Like, if I have time, games, games it is. Now it's like, it's the last thing. Like, that's my relaxation time. Like, it's it's cooked food first. Mm. It's, you know, like, get everything ready. Do, you know, clothes if it's, if it's um, you know, washing yeah, day or responsibilities. Whatever. Yeah, it's all responsibilities first, and then it's going to play games. So. I mean, I think that's a good ethic. No, um, it is, it is. But, I mean, it's also, I want to have it that way just because, like, I don't want to, like, be like, ah, I'll do it tomorrow. Like, I'll do my clothes tomorrow. And all of a sudden, it's like, shit, I'm running out of clothes, you know? Yeah. So uh, I make sure I always get everything handled before I play games. But it just seems like when I was – I had it's been a while since I've been playing games. I was actually starting watching shows before I started playing games. Like, oh, okay. Um, I mean, recently, like in the last year, I was – I'd rather have watched a show than play a game. Because there just wasn't – I have already, like, played what I wanted to play. There wasn't anything new. Um I kind of wanted to stop just picking up games because I it's just I'll play for like a day and be like I didn't wasn't my thing and I, I just wasted sixty bucks you know mm-hmm. um, sure. so now it's like I I I wait I make sure I, I try not to pre order anymore because I don't want to like you know how they're saying no longer do pre orders I'm trying to be a part of that that yeah movement. I mean I think that's a good point because yeah what's the what what do you get out of it you get yeah. a few skins which don't mm-hmm. really matter and I still screwed up because I I pre ordered Man, uh, No Man's Sky so <laughs> you know, I was one of the few that canceled my pre order. <laughs> Nice. So yeah, I mean, like, but I I don't have regrets. I I did play it a lot. I played it to what I believe was worth sixty bucks. Oh you know? yeah, yeah. But yeah, I haven't touched like it since. And there's been like two patches for it. Yeah. And apparently people are like, dude, these patches are amazing. Keep it up, like you know Throw the hell of games. Um, yeah, you know. And um, did you hear the GDC, the uh, Gamer Game Developers Conference? Uh, I believe it's San San Francisco. There was a bunch of awards being given out from their peers, like all the game developers, and. There was an award for, I believe, I'll have to fact check it, but it was like best, most innovative game or game something. They were nominated. They're like, we're not going to win. The shit we've gotten for this game. So no one went. They were like in their hotel room just chilling, eating dinner, and they won the award. And And they're literally like, where are these guys? They came and accepted it later. They're like, we literally had zero hope thought (laughs) that we were even like... It, but we, thought it was, was, we thought it was just a cool thing that we were nominated. I thought that was a funny story. What's funny, too, is I think the first patch, which is one of the better patches, it hadn't even come out yet mm. um, for that one. Like, it took them a long time. Like, they what, the game's been out for a year? Close to a year. Yeah, close to a year. It was, like, summertime. Yeah, so I, I think it was, like, what, nine months the game had been out before the first, like, really big, the, the foundation okay. patch yeah. is what they called it. Now they have a, a patch where they have vehicles, like, ground vehicles as opposed to the, the, the airplane. And stuff right, like that. right, right. So it's Mass Effect 1 now. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jay? Has uh, gameplay changed for you over the years? Man, I've been playing a lot more nowadays than you <laughs> yeah, did then. As a yeah. kid. Oh, nowadays. Oh, well, like like adulthood versus like playing when you were a child. You know, like, when I was younger, played the Nintendo a lot. <clears throat> Super Nintendo. I'll, dude, I only had like two games on the Super Nintendo, like Mario Brothers and Chrono Trigger. But but see, <laughs> that's the interesting thing. I had access to less games then, <clears throat> but I felt like I was more like Vargas where I had more time then. Mm-hmm. And those games, there was no nook or cranny that was not undiscovered. Like, yeah. I got my – it was like a – There was no it, internet. Yeah, there was no it's internet. Good. Strategy guys, if you are like, if you went that route, but even then, just like having 
a game like being allowed for me in my household, it was always you get you're gonna get two this year. You're gonna get one on your birthday, maybe one around like Christmas or like Persian New Year. And I when I, knowing that those two dates were coming, it became <laughs> a commitment decision. And like I learned early on in my life about like I, I have to come up to make a decision. This is gonna be a long term commitment. <laughs> We're gonna be in this together, Smash Bros. and like Mario Kart. And I'm like, I, le- I learned to make good decisions. I made bad decisions. Renting was a factor. Yeah. I rented a lot of games. I don't think I ever. I mean, I did rent. Like Blockbuster was a thing back yeah. then. Yeah. And I remember, um, I, I don't know if, if it was a weird thing, but like, I, I, I never rented a system. But I remember like one of the last legs of Blockbuster, I ended up renting a, a Dreamcast okay. with them. Um, nice. What was it called? I think it was called Night. It's just a game. Oh, Night. Um, yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. Well, you're around. floating yeah, with, the, exactly. with the gesture. It's outfit. almost like a like Sonic, but yeah. you're flying. You I, know, like I always love the rings. visuals of it. Yeah, so I, you know, I I rented the the whole system, and it blew my mind. I was like, I can rent a system, and I remember it being not very expensive. Hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, I rented it, and you know, a week, and then returned it. You know, and I couldn't. Now you can't do that. I mean, well, not system wise. But you can still rent games. There's the game. Yeah, there's fly, game fire. I think they're less um, available or whatever. But like, I don't know. I I, can, I don't think I can speak to like the current renting situation as well. But I just remember as a child, weekends were like, okay, I can maybe if once a month rent a game. In the year, I could buy two games at max. Mm-hmm. If I'm lucky, three. Um, and one console was like, that was that wasn't even like a question. It was like that's the most you're gonna get. Like, I, if I saw any uh, classmates or anything having more than that. Anyway, beside the point, summertime was when I felt like it magnified for me, where I felt like days were endless. I was playing nonstop. Because weekdays, during the school year, I don't think, like, I was very easily distracted, and probably still to this day. Um, and I'd try to, like, I'd do homework, but then I'd try to do other stuff, like play with friends, go outside, all, you know, sports or whatever. And then, yeah, so I didn't, I was limited in my time that I had for gaming during like the school year. But then come holidays, come summer, those were like, I'm playing this if we're not like doing a family thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like nonstop. It was like all the all day Mario Kart. And then when I had a brother, it was even more. I was just like, hey, you're going to sit here, play with me. Hey, or you're going to watch <laughs> me play. Down. I used to do this Duck thing. Down. <laughs> I don't know if you guys had this and I don't know how common this was. He'd always want to play my little brother. He's five years younger than me. And he'd always be like, I want to play, but I'm like, this is a single player game. But mom's like, play with him. And I'm like, she doesn't understand how this works. <laughs> you just and, don't get it. and so what I would be like, okay, I'd be like, okay, I'm just going to, he doesn't know where all these cables are going. I'm going to put one and set it behind the console and just set it there. And he's going to, I'm going to point at something in the game that's moving. I'm like, that's you. And we just play. And he was engaged. He was like, <laughs> and he was... took it. And he was, well, how old were you? Like, if you were 10, he was five. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so he that went for a long time. The interesting thing was, years later, my cousin is like a few years younger than him. He did the same thing with my cousin. <laughs> then he tried to do it to his little sister, who was like eight or nine years younger than him. She caught on. Like Dang. this was in PS4, PS3, PS4 wireless. Yeah. And I thought that at that point would be flawless. Like there's no way that anyone <laughs> can detect this. She picked it up like first. It was like that. No, it's not. Like I personally, but she could put. She was the smartest one in the bunch. <laughs> but it took like f- what three or four generations yeah. or years. I was like, damn. Anyway, yeah, I had. I felt like those times that I did have endless. Nowadays, yeah, you're right. It's kind of interesting. It's like you got responsibilities, but at the same time, you got more flexibility. 
it's a balance and it's a balance i'm not uh, i mean i'm okay with like i'm not itching to like you know i mean it was with breath of the wild (laughs) but other than that like i haven't been itching to like you know i need to get home and play these games like i'm okay with like you know once i have free time i'll play it like i don't have an issue it's a relaxing thing as opposed to like getting the game done kind of thing right right i i agree with you there i think the biggest thing that makes it feel like i have less time isn't so much that i have other responsibilities but that there's so many like I this is the way I play, but I like playing everything, almost everything, and I like being parts of conversation. So I tend to try to jump on games when they're like out or hot or whatever because I like being part. I like the discussion as you know this so whole hot. this this is yeah super hot. <laughs> uh, uh, being part of those discussions and I try to do too much at the same time. And then at that point, I'm like I don't have like I have responsibilities. I you know social things you know meeting friends you know seeing people making sure people know I'm alive still so like family like right now we have uh, Breath of the Wild Horizon Mass Effect coming up um, near near, near uh, uh, which October, I, October. I thought I would have bought but I, I might not be picking I want to I I'm like looking at the order of games right now and I'm like Breath of the Wild is going to be taking up my time like I put you off enough like <laughs> you deserve your time um, near I think I might be playing before Mass I don't know. I think I'm worried – part of me is worried about, like, games now because, uh, like, with Mass Effect is that there's a chance that the beginning of the game might have some glitches. And, like, they'll always do, like, oh, five days later, like, we'll do a patch to fix oh, that. Right, right. So I'm like – I feel like Nier's been out enough and I, there's been enough word where it's, like, it's been clean. Anyway, but, yeah, you're right. So many games right now and I'm like, I still have all these other things I want to do, projects, hobbies and stuff. The time there is lost mm-hmm. is not as available as when I was a kid. But as a kid, I didn't have as many interests right. or in games. Like, I felt like I was I. I had those doors closed to me, <laughs> for better or worse. And I was like, I'm happy. I'm ig- blissfully ignorant. I'm right. like, this is all I need. But now I'm like, I can have multiple consoles. I can have. <laughs> I don't have to rent. Like I could rent, but I got a I don't Switch. Know. I got a Wii U. I got a PS4. Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I don't know. Like, I think that's the biggest factor for me. Yeah. But, like, when it comes to um, – so right now we're getting a bunch of games. But back then it was – I would play a game a lot, and it's only because – and it wasn't necessarily that the game had so much content, but it was also, like, there was no internet. There's no way for me to cheat and, like, be like, oh, I go to the point A to point B to point C, and I'm done. Oh, right, you know? right. So I point. would, like – I would essentially, like, scour the whole thing. I would, like, you know, start down and zigzag my whole way across the thing and and find every nook and cranny, you know, like, every single item I was finding in, in one, you know, I would go in a house yeah. and I'd search every corner of the house. Or, like, if there's, like, dialogue prompts that you're missing in order to proceed, you're like, where the hell do I exactly. go? And you're roaming around, like, exactly. what did I miss? So one of the longest games I ever played was, like, Mario 64. Like, that yeah. was such a huge game, getting all the stars, like, mm. you know, so... That's one of the longest, like, I, I bought that game for sure. I mean, it was one of the longest games I've ever played, you know, and I still have the N64 with that, with mm. that Super Nintendo, or um, the N64 Cartridge. with the Mario 64 on it, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's the longest game I've ever played, probably. Like, I played it for a long time, and then it was Zelda after that. So. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know, like, the last thing I want to touch on is, uh, I don't know how much this factored in, but... When I was in, I, I was born in a small town in, in Oklahoma. So Oklahoma is already sort of like Midwest, and then okay. small small town in there, like literally the definition of a town. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing for miles outside of it. And I don't think there was a lot of like, like if, if I look at like a kid growing up 
it's hard to compare it to like now, but like a kid growing up in a more populated area where there's right. more businesses and liveness, much like SoCal, that might have affected what it was available to me because I didn't know about a lot of stuff besides what I saw in a Walmart. Mm-hmm. Like that was my okay. avenue of where the games are. Like I go to Walmart, what can I play here while my mom's shopping for groceries? And then I'd see what's in the wall. I didn't really know much about any of them. I didn't. I, if occasionally I'd run, I, we'd be at a bookstore and there'd be magazines, and I'd get a chance to look at Nintendo Game Power, Game Pro, Nintendo did, Power. Did you have TV? Like, would yeah, you? we had TV, but like, I don't think commercials were that. Like, yeah. I remember seeing the commercials I saw were very iconic, yeah. but the amount of commercials were few. Because I'm trying to think. Like, I did grow up in California. I did grow up in a big city, and you know, like, um, but I was always an indoor kid. Like, mm. you know, my 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 mom would work. Um, like four to to you know two in the morning, and my dad would work, um, morning to like five. So I had an hour in between of like no one's home. Um, but I I mean, there was times where like I just couldn't I couldn't go out. Like I knew everyone's gonna leave and right. I had to wait here and like so I was just I was always in inside the house. I, okay. I you know I was never active. I never went outside to play just because I knew there was no there was gonna be no one to take care of me. So I would just stay at home and hide there you know okay um and i would just play games and that's kind of just where i grew up playing games but i'm trying to think of where i saw these games because i never really talked to people i didn't like i mean there was school obviously i talked to everyone at school and whatever you know opinions they had there i would listen to if they were talking about a new game i could hear it there okay but i i mean i was trying to think of anywhere else i don't, I don't know if you guys know fedco they used to like mm-hmm. have like the newest latest greatest game like they would always switch it out where that's, what was Fedco? So Fedco is kind of like Walmart, okay. but it was in California, and Bob Rockman was the store manager there. Oh, wow. Someone that we know. But oh, okay. They would always have games, and I remember they had the Nintendo that red 3D one that fucked up your eyes. Oh, uh, Virtual Boy. Virtual Boy. They had that. They always oh. had the latest and greatest like video games on display. Oh. That's how I found out. I know I did buy the Virtual Boy and I ended up selling it because I was <laughs> like this ain't no Oculus Rift. Yeah, you know what's so funny is like, I, I remember getting it. Like even at the time though, it was still newer technology. So regardless of how bad it was, it was still something completely new. But I put that thing on. I was like, nah, this is not mine. <laughs> Good you know? choice. But yeah, but I put on the Oculus and like this is this is me. This for, is what I for need. me with those old technologies was like when Game Boy had the eye yeah. where you could take uh, pictures and print them out on yeah, receipt yeah. paper. <laughs> I was like, I don't see the appeal here. Like, I don't know. It didn't get me. Uh, I'm kind of glad it didn't get me. <laughs> I think the point of that, but, the only point of that was to beat Pokemon, catch all the Pokemon, and then get print out a thing, a certificate that said, like, congratulations, you got Pokemon. Oh, good point. Okay. That's 100% well, that's the only reason people bought that. <laughs> but, like, another thing you kind of touch on is the latest and greatest. I didn't, like, at that time, I know N64 was this big breakthrough. You look back at it now, and you're like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. But at that time... I didn't really differentiate between Super Nintendo. Like, Super Nintendo felt newer to me because I didn't know about it. Right. As I, did, I didn't grow up around a Super Nintendo. I had seen an, a, a, my young, young age, like infant, toddler. I played a little bit with a NES, and then I didn't have – there wasn't around games. And then one of my neighbors had a Super Nintendo. I had an N64 with, like, one or two games. But then I saw the Super Nintendo, and then because I hadn't been around and seen it, all the games that, like, made it so iconic were totally new to me. So – Super Metroid, Super mm-hmm. Mario RPG, oh, Star Fox you with had, the rocket launcher. The I was like, stuff. everything blew my mind. I was like, this is what I'm missing out. Like, <laughs> what is that N64? That piece is that's ancient. Like, <laughs> backwards with right. that. But like, yeah, I think as the internet came around and all this other stuff, that started exposing me. Like, 
I started becoming more aware of like right. what's going on in the gaming society. Mm-hmm. Like I got more interested in it too and just reading more magazines and then I learned about all this stuff and I'm like, there's so much. That's and then PC gaming, that was probably the biggest thing that was like a splash for yeah. me. But. So for me, it was, um, I had the N64. Oh, I mean, I, I've gone further back. I mean, before that I had like, uh, I had Nintendo, Super Nintendo, right. the N64 was all like pretty much all Nintendo. And then, um, Nintendo was competing. They had because they, at the time that Nintendo had the N sixty four still, PlayStation came out, the mm-hmm. original PlayStation PS, and then uh, Sega. Like I think came out earlier, but was at the like same the, time the CD Sega. No, it was Dreamcast. still a cartridge. No, oh, it was Genesis. Still, it was the Genesis Sega yeah. Genesis. Oh, okay. And so Sega. I remember I had the option to get the PlayStation. But this was still brand, brand new, or a, a system that's been out, which was the Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. I chose the Sega Genesis. I grew up with a game called Chaka Khan, or Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan? Chaka Khan. It's literally Castlevania. And oh. it was like, it was amazing to me. Like, it was like Castlevania. I mean, I think Castlevania, you steal powers, or no? It's like Castlevania slash Mario, or okay. Mario, uh, Castlevania slash Mega Man, where like okay. you beat a boss and you get kind of like his powers. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. gotcha. Um, and I remember just like being able to change up powers and, and like during a fight and like using that on a certain yeah. feature and stuff like that. And I that's I have the game case. I don't know where the hell the game goes. Mm. And I, I sold. I, I didn't sold sell my Sega Genesis. Um, at some point, I I was gonna upgrade and I knew it. And so I took my Sega Genesis to Mexico. I left it there. And I remember le- le- the the next time I came back. They sold that to buy PlayStation. I was completely disappointed in them. Dang. They should have stayed with the Sega Genesis. Messed up. <laughs> but yeah, so from there, it was Sega Genesis. I never got a PlayStation. From that point, it was PlayStation 2, and then from there, it's all been PlayStation. Nice. But I never got a PlayStation in the beginning. So, grew up with the Sega Genesis. What, what uh, system did you, what route did you take, I guess? Nintendo to Super Nintendo, Dark Ages. PS2. I didn't get a PS1 okay. or GameCube. So from Super Nintendo, went straight to PS2, GameCube, Xbox. And it's been all three systems ever since. Yeah. Except I don't have a Switch. Not yet. <laughs> yes, when Monster Hunter comes out. <laughs> For me, You're out. it was N64. And then, so the, the funny thing was, this happened by chance. I was like, all my neighbors had GoldenEye, and I was like, I want GoldenEye. <laughs> and I would just go to the store, and I'd always just look at it. I was just like, in a window store, but it was like the, just the, the glass in the, in the electric section. My one day, like, out of nowhere, I wasn't, it wasn't any occasion, my folks were like, you want it? I was like, what? And I'm like, yeah? He's like, well, what's this thing? Like, they were like, they started browsing, and they're like, well, that Game Boy looks pretty cool. Pocket? What is that? Like, it's so, they're like, you want that instead? They like, pick one. I was like, Holy shit, you just dropped a ball on me. You're going I could A, let a, get a game <laughs> that I wasn't even expecting to get. And now you're like, another system blow my mind. I went with the Both system. <laughs> no, I went with the system. The funny thing was, they found, like, I don't know why it mattered to them, but they found out that the color was coming out like a week or two later after I got the pocket. They're like, you're returning the pocket, you're getting the color. I was like, oh, nice. good on you. Nice. I didn't know better. Anyway, so I went Game Boy Color, and I had that for forever. And then... Um, after that, I was PC mostly. Like, mm-hmm. I think something happened where I just started hearing about first-person shooters, and I was like, I, this could be a whole other topic of, like, my history. Doom, art in, Quake. Art, well, Quake 3 and Wolfenstein and, and Medal of Honor. Anyway, 
went with PC for the longest time, and then like I was heavy in Star Wars, and I was looking for the next big Star Wars game, and it was Bioware's Knights of the Old Republic, KOTOR. I was like, what? I don't care what I like, where I need to go. I'm getting this game. So it came to a point where I was like, I had I'd raised some allowance money and mm-hmm. some money I'd worked on lawns and stuff, and I was like, do I want to? Uh, it was no. So my brother and I were like, this will be a joint decision because we both want to like pool our efforts and like go for something. And I went for, or we were like, what do we want? A, an Xbox, a PS2, which was older, but it had a library, but we weren't mm-hmm. familiar with any PlayStation. Like my uncle had a PlayStation. It was like, to me, it was the Gran Turismo machine. I didn't know shit about it. I was like, this is an adult game. <laughs> um, and the game, uh, yeah, GameCube, I think, was fresh. Okay. So Luigi's Mansion, something. And I was like, all right, this is going to come down to, did, let's see if the, the toy, Toys R Us clerk knows which system has KOTOR. And I was he's like, check. Xbox. I was like, decisions made. <laughs> it didn't even come to like two or three years later, but it came out and I was like, best decision of my life. From <laughs> Xbox, I got a PS3 because the few friends I had um, had um, Call of Duty. Okay. Nice. And I would like love going over to their place to play. I was like, hey, I don't have a job. I just get a little bit of money here and there. And I was like, free online play, which was the big thing for me. So that, and then from PS3, everything else opened up. Where my brother got a Wii, and we kind of used that together. Then everything nowadays, okay. where I think I have everything except for Xbox. Ever since Xbox One, the first original Xbox, I haven't owned an Xbox since then. But it's funny that you say that the like your parents one day were like, you want to you want the game or you want a whole system. With me, my dad's always been against me playing games. Like he's like oh. he could do better. Like he grew up in Mexico. Like. He never had time for fun. Like he would spend a whole day walking from his house to school, yeah. you know, and then back folks. again. Like so, he's like, no time for that. Like <laughs> you know, but he he still loves games. Like you know, he's like the original. Like he loves Centipede, Asteroid. Like okay. that's the kind of games he like grew up. You know, he would go. It would like uh, be at a um, what do you Arcade? a liquor store or something oh. like that. Like a, oh, okay. our, our liquor stores in Mexico would have like hmm. one type of one game. And you would have to go to another liquor store that had another game. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was with me in restaurants. Yeah, they would have just one because that's how they they worked over there. Um, And so he was always against it. And, like, but for me, it's like games were a babysitter again. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. while they were all gone, that's what would take up my time. And, and, you know, know, I wouldn't worry about anything while I was Mm -hmm. playing games. Um, But then one day, um, when the, like, like, the PlayStation 2 had just come out, like, not even a week. And so we went to the store. And then I was like, you know, I was at the game. I don't know if, if maybe it had a twinkle in my eye or something. I was looking at something. And my dad's like, you want that? And I was like, this just came out. And you're telling me I want it? You're asking me? And, like, he had always been against me. Even at that point, I knew he didn't like me playing games. You know, I would probably play games as, less, like, as little as I can when he was around. Okay. But he wasn't there. It was all out games. Um, and, yeah, he was like, did you want that? And I was like, hell, yeah, I want the PS2. And that's pretty much how I got the answer. Right. <laughs> so, that's cool. But I always thought it was funny. Like it was like, just that one moment that like twist like turned and yeah. and I was weird. I mean, whatever. It wasn't like Christmas or birthday. Just one day. Nah. Yeah. I did it. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Analytically, it was so weird. Not even a special day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the same with me. Yeah. Catch you off guard. Do that with the switch. You can go out shopping <laughs> with your dad. I, could, just, I like, could buy that if I wanted to. Two fifty. Chump change. <laughs> All right. Cool. Jay, what's your topic? So, transitioning to when get you're out. a kid. Yeah, get out. So, my topic is top five, your top five favorite video games of all time. 
of all time. Dang, man. I'm not prepared for this. This oh, just popped out right now. <laughs> Holy moly, this is not going to be a legit, like... We'll be here all night, folks. <laughs> so, how are you, sir? Okay, I, I, I think he's gonna, he's probably thought of this, so he knows yes. my top five isn't going to be a legit top... Like, it's going to be on, on the spot The reason five. why I brought it up is because a game that came out two weeks ago just hit my top five. So, number five and four are pretty equal to me okay. like as in rank so number five i recently played probably last year the last of us okay enough That's said pretty I mean, we're not gonna on your list. <laughs> we're not gonna spoil anything but damn dude what a fucking clickers beautiful game and also, should have played it earlier <laughs> so what's tied with that is what i think is a spiritual successor to last of us and a lot of games borrow from it is resident evil four Oh, four, yeah. yeah. So that was actually my first entry that I was able to. That was a good one. Okay, okay. And then number three is B O T W Breath of the Wild. Are you going from best to so one is, is the best? Yeah, number, one, number okay. one is the best. So Breath of the Wild is three. Is two, damn great. Like okay, so let me rewind it back. When I play video games and I get shocked and awed by something in a video game is very rare and breath of the wild did that for me with the second guardian okay try to keep it spoiler free so that's number three number two and one or i flip-flop between these two i, I can guess one of them what is it chrono trigger negative Dang. chrono trigger is in the top 10 Dang. but okay fine okay. so oh, right six. now so what, what was four? four was resident evil four Oh, your your last, last one is Resident Evil Four or like he's, he's going from from his his lowest on the list of top five to one being his best. So he's oh on, three was Breath so of the Wild. it was I thought one was Last of Us. No, 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 no that's no. that's the last. Oh, one okay, okay. That's, Sorry, okay, so <laughs> my bad. Okay, number, number two, two, I flip flop. Okay, but I'm gonna have to say at right now, Metal Gear Solid Three. Right now, right now, right now, Metal Gear Solid Three is my bum, second bum, favorite bum, game. Bum, 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 bum. I can tell you those are not my, not my top five. But number one, wait, Last of Us is in your no, top? No, no, um, oh, okay. uh, Metal Gear. Okay, number one is Final Fantasy VI. Six. Six. You know, because of you, I actually played that game, and I mean, maybe because of the time, I just wasn't impressed. Dude, wasn't okay, did you wait, play wait, wait, years wait. later? Wait, yeah, it was let me rewind much. it back. It was recent. There's only one time in a video game where I played it and I dropped my controller, like. I can't anger? believe this. No, no, like oh. I can't believe this fucking happened. And that like only in awe, like not even yeah, yeah. dropping. It I just was like dropped my controller. Your limbs like, went numb and you dropped your controller. Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy VI was the only game. I don't want to spoil what happens, but you think the game ends, but it doesn't end. That's okay. My top five. And then so for me, it, it's kind of weird. Like <clears throat> there are good games that are, are are not on my list. This is more of like a personal like. I just, you know, even though the game might special. not be that good, it's a special point in my heart, you know? Um, so we'll that. start with five. <laughs> five is probably Final Fantasy X. That's a good Like, one. I just, you know, I don't think the story is amazing, but, like, just playing that game, it was it was a transition in my life where, like, I saw the game. It was, like, a whole nother level on graphics-wise. Like, the scene where he's going to play Blitzball and the water yes. starts filling up. Dude, I thought that was like the best. I thought graphics would never get any better from that Blitzball point. Blitzball is fun. 
And I, I hear they're making a, a Blitzball solo game. What? Get uh, or it might be Jack for Shot an two. MMO. I think it's for the MMO. 2017 game of the year. It might be for the, the, the <laughs> what, Final Fantasy 15 MMO? No, what's the, is that the most 14 is one? the MMO. Yeah, 14 MMO. Just to wind it back, I think I read a poll. Japanese game players rank Final Fantasy 10 as their favorite Final Fantasy. So yeah, so Final Fantasy is my, my top 10. Or top 5. Uh, number 5. Um... Man, I might lose count already. <laughs> um, That's one. So I have that, that, that. You can't pick the okay, same game so two I, times. It's, it's not going to be. The thing is, it's not any other. Like, don't Last of Us is is high up there. That's but fine. I think, again, because it's, it's I can't, like, I don't have time to think. Final Fantasy VII is my next one. That's number four. Okay. That was one of, like, the... Uh, first rpg games i played growing up like that's like my what got me into like anime like anything japanese that's the game that brought me into like okay. that, that type style um it, it led me to playing chrono trigger but that's not on this on this top five uh so final fantasy 7 uh number three is mario 64 mm. that was again a really long period in my life of playing that um Number two is Majora's Mask, and number one a Legend is of Zelda. Ocarina of Time. Yeah, oh, Majora's one Mask. two combo. Breath of the Wild. So that's no, the no, thing. No, I was talking about WoW. Oh no, I've played WoW. WoW is a huge part of my life, six plus years, but it's not. Oh, no, is it that long? I think that's how long the game is. No, it's been longer than that. That's the yeah. yeah, uh Sugar Water Pro WoW is my guild. Um, still, still Shout friends out. with all those guys. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, Breath of the Wild is on the list just because it's it's still fresh and again this is a, a on the spot moment, but it, it's there like it's still there. I I, I kind of rushed through the game of Breath of the Wild. I played a lot. I, I played it a lot. You know, um, pretty much my whole weekend was playing that. Coming back from work, just playing that. I managed to beat it, but I'm still not satisfied. Like I haven't completely played it to my like the point that I'm satisfied, so I can't rank it yet. I just want to rewind it back. Ocarina of Time is considered the best game of all time by a lot of people. And it's considered the blueprint of a great game. And a lot of games copy from it. I feel like Breath of the Wild is new blueprint. A lot of games are going to copy from this. Which is interesting because, just to touch on that as well, side note, on a side note, it feels like they've taken a lot of influences from a very variety of games and taken the components that best work for this package. Not necessarily the best features of be the be these games, just... The, the ones that are right for this game and they mesh it well together and it makes it plus in addition to that the the physics engine or whatever you want to call it that allows you to combine so many different things we were talking about some of the things you could do it's amazing like it's literally literally like as close as I've seen to like what you think come becoming reality or virtual reality technically but like making those thoughts like if I just do this, combine it with that, plus this, and then I hit it in that direction while this is happening, that might happen. It happens. Holy shit. Like, I agree. I think that the that those two, the creativity and those features com combining, definitely it's going to be, like, the staple. I think someone uh, had tweeted out, like, um, uh, it was a gif of, uh, or a gif, whatever you want to say. Whatever of, side uh, on the fence you're on, we accept both of you. <laughs> I don't discriminate. Um, they uh, they saw the um, 
video of, of Breath of the Wild, and then some guy's like, oh, someone's stealing from, uh, from Dark Souls. And then um, the game company from Dark Souls tweeted out, or maybe some are, are, are taking hints from a father or something. It was something like that. And I was like, dang. That's crazy. Getting deep with this. I liked it. I liked the reply. I liked the reply a lot. Good. <laughs> it felt like Dark Souls yesterday. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Frustration. When he was fighting Lionel Richie. So you, oh, so you went Majora's number two, Ocarina number Ocarina's one? Ocarina's number one. Yeah. Okay. Three was N64 Mario. I mean, that's just, oh, my gosh. Like Heavy I think, hitters, man. This is tough. Exactly. This is on the spot, man. <laughs> I even, I mean, I even tried like thinking about this like while you guys were talking. Um, I still don't get it. You no, still I still have it. more than five. Like exactly. way too many. Like yeah. top ten. That's why. So again, like like I did a disclaimer. It's not an official top ten or top five. Shout out to Super Mario World. Ooh. Uh, that was one of my all time. Okay. If you okay. if you hundred percent that, I will bow down. Super dude. Mario. 3. I didn't hundred percent it, but I did it in a day. Okay. I was in jury duty all day. <laughs> Like in the waiting area, and then afterwards I didn't have work, so I was just at home. I I was up till three a.m. I went through the whole campaign. We're talking game. about on Switch. You no, no, recently played this on Switch. No, no, Super <laughs> No, the the Super Nintendo one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For those that are too young to remember those days. <laughs> um, okay, so first disclaimer for me: I'm not giving them in order. I'm just gonna—they're all equal in my eyes. Like. I cannot put one of these above any of these. So give me a list of five games. Just five of my favorite. This is not best. Favorite, like you said, games. And I agree with you, Vargas. It's very much, they hold a special, like there was a time that I, like I associate memories, I associate emotions, wherever I'm at. Much like with music, I feel like it's, (laughs) when when I make the connection with these, it's like that. It's just like you connect to a certain. You go back. I also want to put in that like the games I chose, I know and I have gone back to, and I still love them. They yes. haven't like it's not like Goldeneye where like you play it now. And you're like, <laughs> how did I play this game yeah. at a younger age? Like this is a terrible. I mean, it's not a terrible game. It hasn't aged it, well. It, yeah, it's like a, a, a your squares, your square shooting squares. Like all that's right. all it is. Like it's it just, chop slappers only, man. <laughs> <laughs> but so for me. Um, the disappointment right now. No, there was one. Of not being able to put certain games on this list. <laughs> the first one I got to say, I've put in way too many hours in this game. Pokemon Blue. Okay. 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 I Pokemon love that. Man. I still have my cartridge. Hey, yeah. I still got the blue card. Probably out of batteries, I can tell you. I think mine has a little bit, but I'm afraid to use it because I'm afraid to... Just rechange it. I probably can't, but I lose my, you lose the save. Yeah, the moment you change it, but I mean, I know. it's gonna go away. I know, I know. I just, it's a, I don't want to lose that moment. Um, but I put so many, like, so many road trips, so many, like, I'm in the car. We're driving like on a two-hour drive out of Ponca City, going to like Oklahoma City, like two and a half hours, going to Texas on planes. You always like flip this on, double A batteries. I'm good to go. It's nighttime. No worries. I got the magnifying lamp extension. I had that too. Um, I love that thing. Like I associate my Game Boy with Pokemon, like ninety percent, except, except for Oracle of Ages and Seasons for Zelda, one of my favorites. Shout out to that, but not on my list. Pokemon Blue, love it. I play. It got to a point where even in my high school days, I um, what I did was my friend was also nostalgic and he loved his red copy as much as I loved my blue. <laughs> and we had the game league, like let's throw it oh, down. Nice. So nice. every lunch, or not every lunch, every week, once we would be like. When we fighting, 
and we, y'all, and, and we go to town, and Snorlax was my G, dude. Like, I took it, like, tank. he had the be- better rounded team, but I had the better, like, my Snorlax. Like, when it came just, down to him, it's he like... He took out his rounded team. Yeah. He was more rounded than his team was. Literally. Um, so, yeah, I have a lot of memories with that, and a lot of places that it was with me, and a lot of bathroom breaks. Okay. <laughs> Taking too, in. Too much Taking in. I gotta, the, the, the term, I just gotta save, was like... It, Forever will be burned in my memory, like anywhere I was, where it's like, Kirsch, we gotta get going. Kirsch, you gotta stop. I gotta save. I gotta save. <laughs> that was always associated with that game. I know people have had it with other games in just general, but that was back For then. me, it's more console. It's always like, give me a sec, I gotta save. Well, thing, when I, I my earlier point. thing with consoles was always, when I was younger, I played multiplayer games mostly uh, on consoles, so it was like Mario Kart. I don't, it doesn't matter. Like, what, yeah, if the, we wanted to finish the race or the match or whatever, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'm gonna say again. There's no particular order. <laughs> I gotta say my first PC game. This popped my PC. Half Life. No. Duke Nukem. No. Uh, Deus Ex. Well, One more guess. Wait, 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 wait. First person shooter. No. No, it wasn't. Oh. What you said? What genre? Starcraft. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I went to my friend's place, and he'd usually show me like Mech Warrior. He, this guy was the one I would like. They had everything. Yeah. Then one day he's like, check out this game I got. Like, we'd seen Command and Conquer a little bit, but then I was like, eh, whatever. I saw him, like, put in these cheat codes, and he's like, check this out. Photon <laughs> cannon. Photon cannon. All the way into the, the CP, the PCs, uh, C, yeah, the, C, the CPUs. CPU, yeah, yeah. I'm messing up here. The, the AI, the, yeah. the whatever player, the bot. And he just photon cannon his whole way in there. And then he got carriers. I was like, this game is amazing. Like I fell in love with sci-fi. It was the perfect mesh of everything. Love for ire, huh? Love for ire. My life for ire, bro. Oh, oh shit. My life for ire. I was Protoss. It was. I associate this game with like my early, like eighth grade and on through high school. And I I had friendships that like went south a little bit through like stupid shit with this game. Where like, long story, but maybe another time. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of memories with this game. I played it by myself. I played it online. It was probably the first time I realized what online gaming was. And so that that also hit me where it's like, Mom, you can't call anyone. I got to use the 56K modem. Oh, wow. And play on my 700 hertz CPU <laughs> with like two, gi- two, gig- the line. two gigabyte hard drive. Two gigabyte hard drive. That was the hard drive. That was actually a lot more than what I started with. Mm-hmm. Mine was like not even – it was like not even mega – like what? Of 250 megabytes probably. Okay. Yeah. Like I – The RAM was, was less than like 250. Anyway, I'm going into the – <laughs> that game I was – yeah, it opened the doors so to a lot of things. So we had four games? What was it? We That's had uh, – No, no. So far it's just Pokemon Blue Pokemon and Blue. StarCraft. Oh, okay. I, wow. I thought you said a different game in there. Okay. No. I'm about to. But yeah, I love that game, love the lore, love the online play, everything about it. Like that showed me a whole new world. It was my Aladdin. <laughs> From there though, I went into that that opened again the doors, like I said, to the PC world. And the PC world, what is very well known with PC games? First person shooters. Yes. I went full like Doom Chewing Bubblegum. Wolfenstein, and there was this one particular <laughs> Wolfenstein. I don't think many people talk about it anymore. There was they were trying to make a new Wolfenstein. It didn't happen. So what they did was they had the online, the multiplayer aspect ready. So they, they what they did was they just released it. Id Software just was like, you, here free. Anyone can download Wolfenstein Enemy Territory. 
looking back on it, I still think it was ahead of its time then. <laughs> it had this feature where you look at it now and you're like, that sounds like a normal thing in most shooters now. It had a class system. Like you played mm. Medal of Honor then, or like the first Call of Duty then. Yeah, it was just, you're yeah. just like a shooter. You had a, whatever mm. gun you had. You had no skills. I remember that when I played that, it added the RPG elements of like, you're the soldier class leveling up as you play through map on a server you're going through all the different maps you would level up and if you're at the highest level not only could as a soldier you get like a rocket launcher yeah. you could also get a regular machine gun as a field ops agent you could call in air raids and throw out ammo as a medic you could heal and then you once you get higher you could fully heal people mm -hmm. back up as a you know all the engineer you could launch like you could uh, disarm mines you could set up mines that for me was so much fun. It was like World War II plus the class system. I spent, I cannot count how many hours I spent on that game. That was like high school for me. Like that, <laughs> Jethro Tull, Black Sabbath, wow. met the rock music plus that game. That was like, they're synonymous. I actually never heard of Wolfenstein Enemy Territory. It's still going to this day. People just, it's free. Counter-Strike was my high school. Like oh. the shooter? In, in, yeah. the, in the computer class, you <laughs> know, sneak, you sneak in a copy yeah. of Counter-Strike. Install into all the into all the systems. <laughs> you're in the back corner, furthest yeah. away from the the, the the teacher, and you're giggling. And then you all tab out when he passes by to <laughs> all see the you're doing it, and then you come right back to so him. That was the interesting thing. I was in Oklahoma playing this game, and I was like, World War II shooters are the way to go. And then I came to California, and everyone's playing these like modern day shooters, and like Counter Strike and the, whatever else was modern at the time. And I was like, Is this a West Coast mid Midwest sort of thing? Like. West Coast plays modern, Midwest plays like World War II. I'm like, I'm a World War II baby. Like, I, like I missed out on the whole Counter Strike yeah, thing, yeah. for better or worse. But anyway, that game, special place in my heart. Love it. Um, love the love the other Wolfenstein games before and after it. But that one was like, that led me to Medal of Honor. That led me to all these other World War II, okay. Battlefield 1942. I mean, go on. Um, the next one we touched on it earlier. The reason I got the Xbox, I hit this wave of like, Cold I read War. every. Star Wars book. I, I had a book on languages in Star Wars. Like, I could speak Wookiee. I, I knew a few words by heart. Um, I could never get droid down. Um, Huttonese was tough. Anyway, this game, Knights of the Old Republic. It was all the Old <laughs> Republic stuff way before any of the current lore. It felt like a whole other lore that I was like, more Star Wars. Like, I got all the Star Wars I could find. This was the new Star Wars for me. I could probably play it to this day. I still haven't played the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I own two? it too. I have it, and I've put it off so there's, much. My brother's ashamed of me. For there's not been playing. a recent humble bundle sale for like all those games, like mm -hmm. Kotor, Kotor Two, Sword um, like every every thing, all the like the the Unleash, the more oh, modern ones. Yeah, yeah, all those. Uh, all those like dude, like just really older games in Kotor. But I gotten that they had that package even like further back than that, and that's when I bought it. So I have okay. All those, they. I think the new one that they came out with had an extra game, but I was like, I don't even play the yeah. other ones I've already bought, so I'm just not gonna get it. That's still a good package. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember that came out, and I always associated it with summer because I was at my, I visited my grandparents for a few months every summer, mm -hmm. and I was like, this is coming out, so I'll be there. Brought my Xbox <clears> with me. Literally every day that summer was Kotor. I'm playing all good. Playing all bad. I played through it like I lost count of how many times I played through it. My brother watched me play and he felt like he was playing through it. Um, I love that game. It's such, it holds like the lore of it, the world building. Like you look at Mass Effect and you look at all these other world building games you see now, and I, oh, for me, it ties back to Kotor. That's where it started. And like people are like, what, where did the Paragon Renegade system and Mass Effect 
why does why did why are we tied to just good and evil? And I from like looking back at it in context, I'm like, I think they just did the natural transition from let's use the the system we had in Kotor mm-hmm. where it's like dark side light side because it makes sense in the Star Wars world yeah. as a Jedi. They tried to translate it to Kotor, uh, to Mass Effect. Now they're going a little bit more with like games now. Mass Effect I think is pointing it out. Horizon mentions where it's like. We don't want to tie you to just good and evil. They're, we're layered. We have complex decisions, and you can make any decision. It's not necessarily good or bad. But at that time, you look back now, and you're like, "Why did they do that?" That was. Mm-hmm. I always look back. I'm like, "Go one more step, and you get Kotor." Yeah. And that led me to Mass Effect. So that like that took me down this path too. So I look at the games that took me to these paths where I'm at now, okay. like my loves of games now. Okay. Um, the last one. This is the one where I kind of run between a bunch of different ones. Like, I was thinking of Super Mario World. So this is your last one, but it's not even anywhere near the top, is what you're telling me. <laughs> no, it's just, there's so many, I'm like, I, I feel like those were the essential, like, I could not make this yeah, yeah. All, all whatever favorite list, but this last one, there's, I feel like there's a couple that I would interchange, like. How about I'll, you just I'll shout out. I'll out. shout out to, to like, one or two of them, okay. just because I want to just mention them, they yeah. deserve the mention. Honorable mention. Vigilante 8, Second Offense. As a 64 fan, like, N64, Vigilante 8 was my twisted like metal. Twisted metal. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was, it was, it was I have, I it, loved it. It was, was it Maker's called? a twisted metal. Was there just one there was two. Vigilante No, there was Vigilante 8, and then there was Vigilante 8, Second Offense. Okay. For some reason, I don't know what happened. I got the second one. There was no story. It's, it's Mine a card. was the first one. Okay. There was a level on it where if you play on it long enough, Without like stopping, mm-hmm. a giant ant just randomly shows up. Oh, nice! <laughs> I didn't even—I never knew how to, to control. It. Anyway, shout out to that. I gotta say, I'll probably—I need to make room for it. SmackDown versus Raw, 2010. <laughs> With the wrestling games, they're so iterative, like sports games. People should know that you're a huge wrestling fan. Though. Oh, they're gonna find out <laughs> if they don't know now. This is the first <laughs> mention of it. There'll be talks later. WrestleMania is coming around the corner, and you bet I'm gonna talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, the topic. love love wrestling. Ever since childhood, I could probably yeah, I could definitely go to that as a topic. But yeah, the reason I I say SmackDown versus Raw instead of what I would shout out to as well would be WCW NWO Revenge on the N64. That was my first wrestling game. So Raw over Revenge. I picked the SmackDown versus Raw over the, the N64 one just because even though that one started it, this one was the one where I felt like it was a playground because. The character creation was the best. Like I made myself, I made my friends, I made my teachers. And you I was beat like, them up. No, we was like, hey, let's play. No, you don't get to pick John Cena or like Brock Lesnar or like Batista. You're picking you because I made you and I I got your input. Here's what I think would be your ideal version, and here's your finisher. It's pretty badass. So and they're like impressive. Yeah, eight plus. It was fun. Like we'd do money in the bank matches, and it was just like <laughs> for me, it was the modern. It was like I didn't have GameCube. I didn't have Wii until mm-hmm. my brother got like we shared it. But I missed a little bit of like the major Smash Bros. scene yeah. and the other fighting like Street Fighter and stuff. So for me, SmackDown vs. Raw was my fighting game. Just like everyone, let's go to town. Let's just have fun. Like let's go get food. Bust out SmackDown vs. Raw. See who gets the title tonight. Nice. And I like I I still have my game and I made like you can make knuckles you can make anyone like they've gotten better now but that was the one so, where I was like I'm picking it I'm not gonna get a new one for years yeah. we're gonna have to play this with us let's do it character. you're gonna you're gonna tear <laughs> us I mean apart. no I haven't played so but then we're gonna I got, smash I got the latest one I got the latest one and two uh, versus one 
Yeah, we'll do a handicap match. We'll do character creation. We'll do a live stream of it. Let's do it. I like it. Take a picture. We'll make it a logo. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what was – which is – So the full list, SmackDown yeah. vs. Raw 2010, specifically 2010. Uh, Pokemon Blue. Okay. What was assigned enemy territory? StarCraft. And granted, I'm going to say StarCraft Battle Chest because it, mm. I got my experience was Brood War and the base, the original. Um, and then KOTOR. Uh, Knights of the Republic Star Wars. Yeah. Shout out also Jedi Outcast. That game was phenomenal. <laughs> Loved it. I played that demo. Is that the one where you play Luke and, and like it's just a no, side no. scroller? It's not Luke. Okay. This okay. was PC. There was there was. Oh, Je- no, uh, I did play that one too. Uh, I forget what the, the official game title is. Like Jedi uh, Outcast was like the name. It was like something to Jedi Outcast. And you play as Cal Katarn, which was like this like merci- sort of Han Solo character. But he was a reluctant Jedi, okay. and he I, ended up going to like Luke's school. I played that game. Love I have it. it. And like, there's a code where you can change because in you the normal, yeah, you can normally you can't like cut like when you kill someone with your lightsaber, you can't like cut through them. But there was a code you put in where anytime you cut someone or killed someone, they start falling into pieces. Oh, there wasn't mean. blood, but it was just like yeah. their <laughs> pixels would just shape without. And what's funny is you look at Froner now, and it's got and Neo, or, yeah, Neo, and you look at these like. Heavy light medium stances and stuff mm. that had that, and I was talking to my <laughs> light, friend. High low medium. Yeah, I was talking to my friend Jay, and he, we were like, "That's where he kind of like built off, and he love he finds his love of Honor." And I was like, "Wow!" So when it comes to like the high low medium, there's a small game called Nidhog. Oh um, yeah, it's on it's on multiple consoles now. But it's I a two D. It. Uh, yeah, it's a it's two D side scroller okay. game, and it's essentially like you. So the, you start in the middle of yeah. a very like long side scrolled map like like it's like maybe like three different like like you move i don't know how far it is and then you can move on to the next section but then you can move back depending on the person and it's just like you're kind of fencing someone yeah. else you're playing like a fencing uh with the sword um and so it has a high low medium <laughs> and what's so cool is like people can like toss their sword at them but the problem is if they don't get that back they're weaponless yeah and you can easily kill them but if you block like uh, mid stance, you'll block that sword. You just knock it in midair. Oh. Um, and then there's times where you can like kind of run and slide. And this is literally like it's just pixels. You're mm-hmm. you are just pixels. You, there's no real like it's not a cool. Yeah, image it's not visually. Yeah, impressive. it's just pixels. And you can kind of like run and slide. And if the guy's not aim- like aiming low. Um, you'll stab him like low, oh. and then if he's low, you kind of just like, deflect the attack. And it was just so many different things. Yeah. If if you were like transitioning from like um, from a low to a medium stance while he was stabbing you, you will fling his sword out of his hands. Like what? there were so many small things. That's pretty. And cool. we were like, me and my friends would play. Like he'd come over and it's like you, me, Nidhab now. <laughs> and it's like, all right, let's do it. Throw down. Yeah, I was. I thought I was okay at the game, but apparently, like everyone thought I was really good. So every time I'd be over, they're like. I gotta beat you right now. And it's like, oh, all right, yeah. and then I just beat them, like, because <laughs> I had figured out how to do the deflect thing. Right, where right. like, and that's a small thing. Like, you wouldn't think that would work, but yeah, if you change stances while they were mid thrust and like it was in the in between that the the right stance, you would deflect their sword and they would lose it, and then you mm. can just toy with them. You'd be like, yeah. hey, hey. <laughs> and you kill them, and you just start running to the other end of the map. Nice, so fun. Sweet, that's so cool. fun. Good indie game. Yeah. I recommend it. Nidhogg Two is gonna come out. I don't know when. Switch. Switch, Switch Two. Look at the PlayStation experience. Oh, no, yeah? No line, dude. No line? From Nidhogg 2? Yes. Did you play it? I didn't play it. That's why there's no line, because nobody played it. Kojima. Jang was there. Yeah, <laughs> the Kojima was there. 
So we're going to the next topic? Next topic, which is yours? Oh, yeah, that is mine. I almost forgot. What would so you like to talk about I today? think – I'm going to change it up from games. We can go on a lot of games heavy right now. Not that I don't appreciate it. I love – I could talk games all day. Like We, we probably went way over <laughs> normal normal <laughs> amount of time. But this past weekend, Marcus, you know, we saw the movie Kong. And I just wanted to kind of share my thoughts on it. I personally – well, for, okay, Marcus, I'm curious. What did you think of the movie? So Kong is short for Donkey Kong, and it's an amazing <laughs> game. No, I'm just kidding. I thought it was short for DK Drift King. <laughs> Drift King. No, so I liked it. It's a good new introduction to to Kong as we know him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's has there been any? What's the last Kong that came out? Peter Jackson. Yeah. Peter Jackson's Kong. Peter Jackson with uh, Actually, Jack that was, Black. That wasn't a bad Kong either. I I have mixed feelings. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. It had it all the long. points of what, what I was. thought a Kong was like, you know, because he does go to the city. Well, I'm, okay, I'm not. This has nothing to do with the this Kong that. Yeah, he's just talking about the Peter Jackson. About the if Peter you haven't Jackson. seen yet, I mean, you've um, lost your shit. <laughs> to care about spoilers. spoilers. Uh, no, so this is from the Peter Jackson one. You know, it, it's. I know that you know. There's an iconic scene where he's like off of a building, grabbing the the love of his life, <laughs> the lady. You know, while the airplanes are like flying around him, that has the iconic scene. I saw that, and to me, it's like boom. That's it. That's all it needed. That's yep. all. The, that's all this two-hour movie needs. You know, um, with this Kong, they're constantly on the island, um, and the the characters that that the movie follows arrive to this island, and they think Kong is a bad person. So it's like we got to get rid. We got to escape. Well, in this one, they they don't know. Well, they don't know, but they see him, and yeah, he, yeah. once they he, are, in, he's a destructive beast, and they're like, "This guy's not good." What's <laughs> interesting, yeah, is I don't know who the name of the director, so I'd love to give a shout out if I could. But um, the way he was describing how he wanted this Kong to be seen, mm-hmm. at least to the characters in the film, is when you see him, when you see Kong for the first time, you your immediate thought, no matter what like emotion you're evoking, is that is a god. <laughs> like that is not of this world. It is, it is larger than life. It is crazy, and the interesting another thing is I don't, I don't think we kind of talk about. It. So in the past ones, they've always f- put the setting, the time period in like nineteen twenties mm-hmm. or like even earlier than that. This one, I thought it was pretty interesting. Modern the time day. period that they had is like nineteen seventies. Hmm. So oh, it's right. like it was because uh, it was uh, World War, War II. Yeah. Or no, 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 yeah, Vietnam yeah. War. You're right. Yeah, so they were just no, it, they were just pulling out of Korea. It's Vietnam. Or no, Vietnam. It, it is Sorry. Vietnam. Yeah, and we were just pulling out of Vietnam. All that stuff was going on, so and it added. I thought like, not a. Sp- I don't want to get into it too much, but it there's a lot of elements that played to the film's benefit of the story with Kong, with that time period and what was going on with the, with troops because they they obviously in this film they have some military with them. Mm-hmm. I think that added like motivation to some characters and where they were coming from and everything. It was really good. I highly recommend it personally. Um, it you, has go it for has it. iconic shots like oh yeah. In the very the beginning, in the very beginning when it first introduces you to Kong, it has two guys on a mountain, and then Kong's hand comes out, boom, and like a finger is bigger than both of them combined. You know, and then you see the and eyes, then, and then the, he pops up in the eyes, and then it has like this like the golden sun in the background yeah like like the ellipsing yeah and it looks it's such a nice shot there's I mean, so many of those it. shots in the film yeah, like there was these really beautiful good. like they used the, the a good amount of sun <laughs> yeah like they put yeah the island uh that they're on skull island is fantastic there's, yeah like you said i think the the vietnam time setting and like 
the the vibe you get, I feel like the director took a lot of notes from like Apocalypse Now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Full Metal Jacket, like the type of like if you think of those films and the vibe you got, mix that with like mm-hmm. this monster movie, yeah. good mesh. I think it was a fresh ve- mesh, fresh mesh. Um, and I'm really like more than anything, I'm stoked because they're they've been talking as a, as the studio uh, that they want to like cross these monster movies with like Godzilla and who knows what else in the future. But like, I am hyped. I'm so hyped for that. But this led me down to another tangent that I kind of just wanted to use this as an opportunity to more than more than just talk about our thoughts. Like Vargas, Jane, you haven't seen it, right? No, I haven't. I Very at some sad. point I think you should check it out. I'm curious. Do they? Well, it might be spoilers. Do they show? Something at the end or no? It's uh, so it's an after credit scene. I think is what you're talking. But there's no like. Do they hint? Visual, yeah. It's a hint. The after credit scene is a hint to what you're. I don't think. I don't think it matters in terms of the story. But there is something. It definitely alludes to the direction that these monster films will take. I think it's. I mean, I'm not going to spoil it now, but there is already spoilers. Like I know on Twitter, people have already been like, "What this means for the studio?" Like I said, the studios have been saying vocally. We're gonna combine these worlds. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's Kong combining with another world, Donkey Kong. Yeah. Kong and Paul Blart. Yeah, Paul Blart, Mall Kong. Um, but anyway, so I, I had an idea after seeing Kong. Okay. Because I recently have been also watching Flash, the TV okay. show. Gorilla Grodd. And there's Gorilla Grodd in a few recent episodes. Okay. Then okay. during Kong, there was some trailers for War of the Planet <laughs> of the Apes. Okay. And just to tie things out, I was like. There's monkeys. There's a lot of apes. Apes. They don't like being called monkeys. Apes. Okay, apes let's not, we're not monkeying around here. <laughs> we're aping there around. Was, there was a ton of apes. Apes. And I'm like, this is kind of interesting. Because like, they're not even in the same like franchises or in the same skip. Some of them are shows. Others are movies. Then I was like, wait. They had talking apes and stuff in Jungle Book recently. Like the live action. Sort of live action. Like the really graphically Disney one, whatever. So I'm like, imagine. An ape Red cinematic <laughs> universe where like Kong is this deity. God. God. And like you got the Planet of the Apes or like the Caesar and his his crew are like chilling. And like they're all very sentient. Like like yeah, you got Grah. He's he's like a telepathic monkey. Or sorry, ape. <laughs> you got Kong, he's just he's God. Like literally he's he's ape. ape. He's a monster. Then you got the the Caesar and his crew in the Planet of the Apes and they just smart as hell and lethal as well but yeah more than anything they're smart so they'd probably chill well mesh well with Grodd and his crew be like we could probably work together build some cool shit meanwhile Kong Kong's gonna be our muscle like if we have any trouble Kong's our guy and then Jungle Book I'm like I don't know where you'd fit you'd just be like the cool like <laughs> I wanna be like you crew like chilling back so I was like there's potential here. <laughs> and literally, that, 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 like, I just want. I, had, get, I felt like there's like that's a cool. I just want the opportunity to say, "You damn dirty ace." <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all I wanted to say. I'm done. Mic drop for Mike the drop. <laughs> We're gonna end it there. Boom. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that that was literally it. I I wanted to just share a few thoughts with Kong, and then just. Well, how about okay? So with. Uh, with Planet of the Apes, what Planet of the the War of the Planet of the Apes, something like there's, that. There's a, a long lot title, of like, words yeah. in this movie. So this is this. I don't know for sure. I've seen there's potential. I've seen the original Kong. Planet of the, of the Apes. Well, is it the original like the nineteen the Charlton, Charlton Heston? Yeah, yeah. Where he goes, damn dirty apes. I think um, so. He says, 
something. He, he says damn something. Yeah, because yeah, he's, he's, he's walking through the desert. <coughs> there's the chilling. Fun, no, and then he sees the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Statue of Liberty. Like close, and he realizes close. that he's still on Earth, and that these apes have taken over. And that's where he's like, he's like, damn you. And then that Mark, Mark Wahlberg one was the Tim Burton, yeah, where he picks yeah, the, the, the so, ape girl, but Abraham that one, Lincoln. So from my <laughs> understanding, is is these ones is kind of still part of that Tim Burton world because so yeah. from what I'm getting is so the, the way the movies are going on right now yeah. is is we we were genetically experimenting on on Caesar and his crew with these apes. Uh, they've gotten more intelligent, and now they've escaped. Now they're at Ape war escape. with humans. That's the time travel. Ape escape. Time travel. They're at war with these humans, but all this time that this this is all happening, um, what would have already happened in the previous movies is is astronauts have already gone to, into outer space, right? And they're thinking they're going to land on another planet, and then so you know what ends up happening is apes take over the world. They end up landing black back black back on Earth, not knowing it's Earth, and apes are everywhere, and they're like. Obviously, this can't be Earth. As I recall, the, the tie-in was there's a mention of the, the space trip, like you're saying, of the people leaving. And they mention in the, the new Planet Apes movie the, of what that ship is that's leaving. So, yeah, I think that that ties that all together. And then that alludes to why two the last man, because there's two guys left in that air screen. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happens is Barry Allen realizes <laughs> he's got to fuck up the timeline somehow. So what he does is he goes back in time, tries to fix it. He runs backwards to get back in time. Causes Grodd to mesh to join the Planet of the Apes, and he's in this Alt Earth Two Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Meanwhile, now Kong is around, right. and Kong is the new planet. He's like he's ape, he's the ape of the planet. The god, the god, yeah. <laughs> so and then he has to fight off Donkey Kong, invading Donkey Kongs. Ninety nine, uh, Diddy Kong, and. Um, Cranky, cranky, cranky <laughs> Kong, and then who's the girl? Um, oh, Precious Kong. I don't know Ditsy, what her name. No, is. not Ditsy. Diddy Kong is the boy, right? Yeah, the, yeah. With the red. There hat. were two girls. There was the little girl that was like Diddy, and then there was she the, has pink. Yeah, yeah, that's all I remember. And then there was Do the one remember? that was like the Ditsy mm-hmm. one, pretty much. I forget. I don't know. I don't know. He <laughs> fights all those guys because they're <laughs> trying to take over the world. They're yeah. trying to steal all the bananas. It's crazy. They use carts, like train carts. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was the world like before these apes were just like, there was just train what tracks Skull everywhere Island? and then they're the, their war with a giant crocodile alluding to <laughs> like a parody of God, Godzilla it, it leads into Captain Hook and it's that 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 crocodile that I like TikTok. that I like where you're going your head's <laughs> in the right place we need a brainstorm but yeah okay so that that I think concludes another that was a fun one Another fun episode of uh, the weekly DLC. If you haven't noticed, we've got new equipment. Yeah. I'm hoping you guys (laughs) like the way it sounds. Um, We're trying to get rid of the echo that we've had before. It used to be one mic in the middle of the table for everybody. Yeah, if you see see some of the production shots that we've, like, shared on social media, you can see in the corner of the table there was, like, the old mic. Still a good, great mic, but, yeah, we're trying to up our game, um, taking some notes, getting a lot of feedback. I hope you guys know we're listening, and girls, um, and apes. Um, escapes. Yeah, escapes. Ape escapes. But yeah, so thanks again for joining us on the weekly DLC. I hope you guys enjoy. Um, you can follow us uh, individually. I'm at Cujo Prime. I'm uh, at the Fulio. 
I am at the last bosses. In the sunken place. Maybe. This <laughs> is still confusing people. Um, but yeah. Twitter so, and YouTube at the last bosses. Yeah. Follow him. But not yeah. Twitch. Check him out. He's on. Uh, he's streaming Breath of the Wild if you want to check a little bit of that out. So. Yeah, tonight. Yeah. Tonight. Tonight. Well, actually, by the time this airs, it won't be. It would be that if, night. If Monday you are streaming. Yeah. Um, we, we're going to have like some social media pages set up dedicated to the DLC. Um, weekly DLC. So uh, be on the lookout for that. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. Hit us up. We'd love to hear back. If you have any things you'd like us to discuss, that's also cool. We want to get engaged with you guys. So, yeah. Have a good time. We'll catch you guys later. <laughs>